Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. So, tell me, what is it you would like to explore today? Um, <clears throat> so, I, like I said, I feel that sort of overwhelming need to withdraw. Mm -hmm. And rationally, I know that withdrawal is not a very uh, healthy coping mechanism. So I'd really like to figure out sort of why that exists and what its purpose is, since it is such an overwhelming sort of presence right now. Okay. Yeah, might be able to help with that. Um, all right. So where in or around your body do you feel that sensation up near my throat okay it feels like something i'm choking on mm. and is there any way that you can kind of deepen your access to it any other um definition that you can see about this sensation it feels like i've uh swallowed something hard mm. like it's stuck there and it's obstructing it's too big yeah and it's painful like it hurt like it's a, a painful sensation yeah if you were to swallow something too large okay um so yeah just just try to focus on that as much as you can and and picture yourself kind of turning towards it and you know we're going to we're going to be labeling this as a part a part of you has this feeling of wanting to 
uh, withdraw from everyone and everything. And so anything you can do to kind of see that as a part that we can, that we can talk to. Does it have any person qualities or any other, um, any other qualities? Uh, it feels very young. Okay. Almost childlike in a sense. Yeah. And would you say you can see it or is it just a, a sensation? Uh, it feels more like an essence, not like a, a visualization. Okay. Like a, a shadow in the background kind of thing. Okay. And as you notice this feeling in your throat, how would you say that you feel towards it? Mm, I don't want it. <laughs> it's very, very unpleasant. Yeah. It makes like the, the feeling itself makes me feel like I need to repeatedly swallow or drink something mm. because it feels like there's actually something stuck in my throat. Okay. Um, yeah, you talked about feeling kind of feeling overwhelmed, an overwhelming feeling by it. Mm -hmm. And is it, you don't have to tell me the details, but is it triggered by events? Um, the only reason I'm asking that is because um, I know that there are some physical, some physical things that that cause that sensation. So I want to try to rule that out that it's not just permanent or not. Yeah, no, not ongoing. anything physically, uh, yeah. not not any physical uh, links, but emotionally, yeah. There's you know elements of my life that are sort of in chaos at the moment yeah and yeah that's where the feeling was like okay just get away from everybody and everything just go inward yeah okay so the part of you that sees that as unhealthy and the part of you that just wants it to go away see if you can ask those parts for space so that we can get to know this part in the throat a little better in this conversation and just see how they, and just see how those other parts react. It's accepting. It's not a, a, a foreign feeling. Um, the, the feeling of withdrawal, the sensation in the throat, that's not entirely new in and of itself. It's existed before. Uh -huh. So the, the parts that just uh, want it gone are just ready for it. They, it's like a knowing that it's going to be over at a certain point, but just not wanting it there in general because we've had it before. We know it's not a pleasant experience kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the, to, to understand it, to allow it to possibly figure out why, yeah, there's space there. Yeah, yeah, figure out why, figure out what it's, what it's up to, what it wants, what uh, what it's doing. Right. Okay. So can you ask it now just what does it want you to know or what does it want you to know about it and just wait for the answer? 
I just keep hearing being scared. Okay. The fact that you had some kind of sensation of this being a young part and that you're Mm -hmm. hearing that it's scared, um, that tells me that this might be uh, kind of an exiled part. Um, Sometimes we'll have a little bit of a different approach there. So I'm just letting you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And it might be more, it might be a harder or more vulnerable conversation. So if you, if you want to go there, we can go there. If not, that's fine. If you have other parts that are coming up and saying, no, no, let's not go there. Then we need to, um, you know, just check in with those parts and, and make sure that we, we have everyone's permission to, to speak with this part. Yeah, I feel pretty calm about it. So I don't feel there's any hesitance or protest. Okay. So see if you can um, learn more about that fear or let me ask a different question. Does this, is this part, I mean, is it aware of your presence? I don't know. Okay. It doesn't seem... Looking for... It just feels like a driving force to me, but I don't know that there's any sort yeah. of reciprocated relationship there. Yeah. So see if you can just kind of ask it and just ask it if it's if it will be willing to talk with you now. There's sort of that hesitance. Yeah. Like a, a feeling like being backed into a corner almost. Yeah. In, in the approach, yeah. Okay. Well, let's respect that and let it know that that's not your intention and that you are just curious. Ask it if it Ask you if it feels like you get it. Like if, ask you if it feels like you understand it. No. Okay. So ask it to just show you anything else it, it wants you to know. And if it'll just show you, and you don't have to tell me, but if it could just show you more about what those fears are and what it's afraid will happen if it doesn't get your attention in that way, if it doesn't cause that feeling in the throat. So anything it wants to show you about its its fear or its pain. Um, like preemptively 
inflicting pain to a degree that's acceptable or or not acceptable, but manageable versus like that's what withdrawing does. Right. Prevents it prevents pain from being outside of my control, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's trying to manage an amount of pain and it's trying to keep you from experiencing much pain with the withdrawal. So let it know that you get that and that you, and that you, you really get that sensation and it's, you know, that, that drive of withdrawal that you're really feeling that loud and clear from it. And show it some appreciation, at least for its intention, to manage the pain. It wants to keep you away from pain, and that's, that's a good thing. And how does it react to that? Uh, almost like a kind of sort of a chastising for not recognizing beforehand, but there's still that internal struggle of like complete withdrawal is not conducive to my personal mental health plan. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, you're, you're... So it's like a battle. It's like it doesn't want to be... It doesn't want to compromise. It wants complete and utter withdrawal and nothing else. Yeah. So it sounds like it has a really difficult job in revealing a certain... You know, letting a certain amount of pain or getting your attention in, in a certain way, but then being kind of pushed back... Um, and, you know, not getting what it wants necessarily. So, again, just see if you can show it some compassion and show it some appreciation for its intention. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't love, you don't love the way it feels. Um, and you might also just, you know... If it's, if it says, well, you know, shame on you for not recognizing more or sooner or, you know, you can, you can agree to that. You can say oh, you're right and um, you're, you're here doing it now and that you're sorry for, you know, not having it not being able to, not communicating with it more before. Um, it, it doesn't feel as chastising at that point, but it just it's sort of like a... <sighs> Cautious optimism, maybe. I don't... Yeah. Well, that's progress. 
it's okay for it to be cautious. It's It's been in a difficult place probably for a long time. It has a difficult job and it has, and it is experiencing fear. Yeah. So see if you can just ask it and learn more about what, what is it afraid will happen if, it, if you don't withdraw all the way, if it doesn't withdraw all the way. I'll be broken. Mm, okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. It does. So let it know that. And see if it has anything to show you about times when, um, when you felt that way, when you felt, oh no, you know, I'm too exposed. I'm, I, I need to withdraw because, because this I'm risking being broken. Just see if, just ask it if it has more it'd like to show you about its experience with that. And you just, and you, and you're just gonna... it feels like I've very much just pulled up a movie screen and I was like, okay, let me illustrate all of these different experiences where when you withdrew, you later found out that that was the smart move because this person would have hurt you or would have done this to you or whatever the case may be. Great. So that, so I'm imagining for you that this is, that might be hard to see. Um, so, you know, it's up to you what you're willing to, to let it show you. Um, but if you are, if you are willing, I would just stay with that and just watch the movie and let it show you everything it has to show you until, until you, it can say, yeah, okay. Now, now you do get it. That's, that's the goal. We want, we want for it to be able to show you what it's dealing with. Okay, so sad. You feel sad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably a lot of sad, sad memories, right? Yeah. So just acknowledge that with the part that you feel that sadness. And that it is sad. And Show it that you can be sad with it without being overwhelmed. And, and show it appreciation for, for showing you in this way. That's not 
overwhelming at, at the moment. a little bit like I'm being uh, being told that it could have been way worse. Yeah. So, Had I not withdrawn, it would have been way worse. Yeah, so there's something... And the sad that I feel would be amplified. Yeah. And is that resonating with you? Yeah. Okay, so thank you for that. At some time, and maybe... Maybe not today and maybe not in this time, but at some time historically, it may have really got you out of uh, some tough situations by doing exactly what it does. And just see how it reacts to you thanking it for that and showing appreciation for that. There's acceptance. Okay. Is this... Ask this part if there's a... If there's a time period um, where it where it is. You might not get a, you know, a very clear answer. I don't know. And again, you don't have to share all the details with me. Um, yeah, you might want to ask it if it if it feels like it's kind of stuck in a certain time. Yeah. Okay. Try asking it how it would feel about you going back to that time with it and um doing for it whatever it needed at that time. I don't think it knows what it needed at that time. Okay. It was just a, a directive to yeah. protect. But that that time, it did protect. It protected too well, maybe. Yeah. And became too big. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the offer to make it is, um, would it like to see you go back in time now and and do that job of protecting without without going too big without being too afraid, um, just just doing it however you might do it um, with the tools and the knowledge you have today. Yeah. 
I don't think I would have been as great of a need if I had the tools and knowledge that I have today. Right. It was a survival mechanism then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perhaps another thing you could offer to kind of show it is if you were put in a situation, you know, where you're fighting for your survival, um, perhaps there was something that put you in that situation that like today you, it wouldn't happen today because you would know to avoid those kind of situations or, uh-huh. or you'd have some other tools to get out or if this is, you know, something that happened when you were a child. Well, you know, there's all kinds of things that you couldn't do then. So, um, right. So, yeah, that was it. That, that was the only thing that I could do. Right. Was withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah. So just again, see if you can just ask this part if, if there's something it would like for you to do for it. So again, you're kind of going back and, you know, if that means taking it out of the situation, if that means saying something to someone who needed to be said something to or, or, or fighting off an attacker or something, any, you know, you, this is all, this is all in you. So you're able to, to go back in time and you're able to, to be who you are or, or be a superhero with, um, with hindsight and with the new tools. Mm-hmm. And, and by doing, yeah, if I could go back in time, it would want me to, to not have, to not be afraid that that fear that caused withdrawal to okay. not have it because I didn't, I would have more power now, more control now than I did then. Okay. So yeah, just ask it if it would like to see you doing that now and just, and that would just mean going and, and showing it you doing that and just kind of taking it, taking the burden that it was experiencing, go back in time, go back to that movie and just show it how you might do that now with, without being too afraid and let it just watch from a distance. a bit disbelieving yeah but does it like does it like seeing you do that yeah but almost in a way that it's like well if it was really that simple why wasn't you know why was there a need in the first place oh yeah well we 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 acknowledge the need at the time 
and that you didn't have those tools and that you didn't have those the power at that time. So we're not mm-hmm. we're not necessarily we're not trying to dismiss this experience. We're just showing it now um your capabilities and just kind of mm-hmm. re re-experiencing that in a way and letting it know that you can handle these type of situations in these ways now. And so it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to get your attention this way. It doesn't have to overwhelm you. Feel like there's a reluctant acceptance of that. Okay. Like there's gonna be, uh, you know, how your skin is sensitive to the heat after a sunburn kind of thing. It doesn't exactly hurt, but it's just a little bit more tender than it would be if you didn't have a sunburn. Yeah. That kind of reaction. Yeah. Like a, I need to see you prove me wrong kind of mentality. Okay. That's fair enough. You might ask it if it would like to do more of that, where there are times in the past that you can revisit now and show it you doing that. Being, being who it needed, the person it needed back then. Or if there's more... It feels more like... Go ahead. Yeah, it feels more like the, uh, there's a need to show in the current, like, okay, I, I get that there's a reason that I feel the sensation to withdraw, let me take sort of a mental evaluation of of the situation at hand and demonstrate where I have the tools and skills now to protect myself from being hurt in right. those ways, like right. working in cohesion rather than fixing the things of the past. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, we, we, all, we were appreciating it for its intention and for sending you the messages. So, mm-hmm. you know, the goal isn't to make it go away and now it just lies on the beach all day. Um, it can it can still, uh, you know, getting those messages is still important sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just want to make sure that, that it recognizes when you might even just invite it to kind of come out of those times in the past and come join you in the present. I think we're all okay with that. Okay. So you can go ahead and do that and you can take this part, you can take it out of the past and you can say, 
we're not, we don't have to go back to the past. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you're not going to perfectly handle every single situation in the present or in the future, but you don't have to be limited to whatever experiences or tools that you were dealt with in the past. And you can just, mm -hmm. and you can whisk it away out of that past and let it know that it can come stay with you in the present. And you can show it all kinds of places where it might, where it might kind of reside uh, in your body, in the world, um, in any fantasy place to just let it relax some in the present. It feels agreeable. Okay. There's not so much of that sort of throat closing sensation. Great. Yeah, so just ask it where it would like to, where or how it would like to spend its energy if you were taking care of those problems for it, and if it didn't have to get your attention that way or overwhelm you, where would it like to be? How would it like to, how would it like to be? Sort of a, a lookout for things that I can't be paying attention to because I'm actively engaged in whatever has my attention at that point. Sort of as a, hey, I'm, I'm keeping an, an eye on the, the perimeter, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay. If that's what it wants to do. Mm -hmm. It might have a very, it might, it might be extra skilled at that. But if it's a, if it's a child, then it doesn't need to do that job specifically. You have other, you have bigger parts that can do that for it. Mm -hmm. It just wants to play its role. Okay. And what would it like from you in the future? Well, yeah. What it got today, acknowledgement of what it's trying to do. Okay. Instead of resistance of its presence. Sometimes I like to get specific on this one just to 
just to maybe flesh out what that would look like, or if you are able to make or want to make some, you know, commitment to it or date with it. Okay. You know, here's how I'll, here's how I will acknowledge you. Here's how I will check in. Um, when I hear this warning or that sign, here's how I will do whatever. And you can be creative with it. I feel like I can go with the, when I get the little, the tickle in the throat that usually precedes the overwhelming sensation, I can sort of stop and take an inventory of, of what off the horizon it is trying to warn me about mm-hmm. so that I preemptively sort of show it, okay, this is the plan of action to deal with this so that we minimize the the pain that you're trying to avoid. Yeah, makes sense. A lot of times, you know, one of the prescriptions from IFS is just to just to do a, a one minute check in, you know, with with any of the parts that you have that have kind of been active lately and you know, maybe during your meditation or in the morning or whatever, and just, and, you know, preempt even that and just say, okay, well, here's, here's what I'm going to do today. Hi, how you doing? You know, is there anything you want me to look out for? Just stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I can do that. The one minute check-in. Yeah. Um, and these other parts um, of yours that we're feeling like this part needs to go away, you might invite them back in and just show them the work that you did. Mm-hmm. And thank them for the space in the conversation. But, um, you know, this is a system that you're, that you're working with. So these parts know each other well, and um, it's good sometimes to kind of show your work and reintroduce them um, after after you've made peace like this. <laughs> so a little bit like uh, introducing a newly trained puppy back into the house with dogs who dealt with the puppy before it was trained. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sounds about right. you said the sensation was going away the feeling in the throat yeah it's it's not there now oh i don't have any you know more questions i would say thank the part for its willingness to show you all of that and thank your other mm-hmm. parts for giving you space. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I know that after these type of calls, some people 
myself included when I'm, when I'm in your seat, I'll just kind of stay with the part and journal on it and, and see what other questions you might come up with for it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll probably do some uh, guided meditation. Yeah. I am curious because this part, um, yeah, I'm curious if the, how, how much of a child this part was or is, or if it's protecting, um, if it's protecting a child part, a younger part, there might not be a clear answer to that, but. It doesn't feel very, very young. It feels more of a sort of adolescence type mm. age. Yeah. Like there's a certain petulance there or was a certain petulance there in terms of, you know, the all or nothing mentality of mm -hmm. no, you, you can't work together. I, it has to be my way and I'm right and you're wrong. And see, I told you so kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The teenager parts. Yeah. And they often are, you know, they often are protecting a, a younger part themselves. So, um, but it sounds like you were able to see, see some of those movies and reconnect there a little mm -hmm. or a lot. Well, does it feel complete to you? Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, there's, you know, that sort of uh, new feeling of just waiting to see how things continue. Yeah. But it, it doesn't feel overwhelming anymore. It feels very much like it's been given a job to do, so it's not focusing on, on consuming all of the sort of emotional reserve there. That's perfect. That's, that's, I think that's as good as, as we can hope for is, you know, we can't make the parts go away. We don't want to make the parts go away, but we can give, we can give them new roles and we can figure out, you know, we can bring them up to date and, and let them do what they do best in the present. And we can also let them relax if they're overworking. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Great. Got any questions for me? No, James, but thank you. That was uh, quite helpful. I'm glad. Thank you. It was, uh, it was really interesting. And um, yeah, it's just thanks for, for going there and being vulnerable and, and sharing. Absolutely. Great. It's really nice talking with you today. Hi. Have a good one. Nice talking with you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. 
And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.